are in Castle Ravenloft and listening to Cursostradania, a Legends of Aventris podcast. Last time, the Azran expedition proved to be quite rude by violating my privacy in reading my journal, discovering all of my deepest and darkest inner thoughts. However, my dearest bride Ludmilla returned the insult in full by playing with their minds and torturing them in her sick and twisted little game of sacrifice and pain. Now they're off to meet Valenta, who is even more sadistic. I wonder how they will fare. This episode is brought to you by our generous supporters on Patreon. We now also have a merch store where you can browse more than 20 amazing Aventris-themed designs. You can buy a shirt or become a patron yourself by following the link in the show notes. We are eternally grateful for your support. With that out of the way, let us proceed with the conclusion of Chapter 18, The Thin Line Between Love and Hate. Well, let us away then. The Hall of Bones. As Escher begins to lead you down to the depths of the castle leads you past the room where you know the small man that had uh, led you around previously resides. You can hear him. I remember his name. What is it? Cyrus. Yeah, Cyrus. 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 <laughs> I can't read my notes, but I was close. You move past his room and you can hear him inside mumbling to himself, happy, happy as can be, as he leads you down towards the closed doors of the Hall of Bones. He swings them open and ushers you in before closing them behind you. The room is not as you remember it. It is now piled high with desecrated corpses, the smell of rot billowing up from all corners of the room, the table at the center, the seats which had previously been um, uh, sat in by skeletons are now lined with partially decaying corpses. A foul, maggot-eaten feast adorns the table. Your eyes shoot to the corner of the room where you see one of the piles of desecrated corpses begin to move this way or that, pulsing, undulating, as a skull begins to rise from it in the form of Valenta as she drags a corpse out from the inside. She holds it up and stares into it, though you can't see her face through her skull mask. You can sense the glee emanating from her. She is much smaller than the others, barely five feet in height and very petite. As she holds on to this corpse, she swings it back and forth as she begins to dance with it. Maggots falling from its from the open wound in its putrefied stomach. She dances around the room, singing to herself. As you stare around the room, you watch her as she moves with an almost feline grace. At moments, it looks as if she's floating. She holds up this lifeless corpse. Bits of flesh begin to pull away from it and land with a loud splat on the stone floor. You get the sense that she notices that you're there, but she doesn't seem to care. Hello, madam? She turns her head to you, 
still enthralled in her dance. She pulls the corpse in tight to her and she breathes in deeply the scent of rotting flesh. She drops the body where she stands, tightens up her dress, and turns to face all of you. What do you want? Can you not see I'm busy? Yes, you do look consumed in here. Um, we've come to get a key from you. You see the sides of her face move beneath the mask. And though you can't see the smile, it is there and it is very large. So you've come to dance. <laughs> this will be fun. Well, what will you do for me? Um, well, what do you propose as a fair trade? Well, do you want a key to the dungeons or do you want a key to my bedroom? And she looks between all of you. No, too fresh. Hmm. Do you want a key to the stables? A key to the carriage? It depends. Which key are you looking for? I want the key, Stradonius key. Well... You don't deserve that key. Look at you, frumpy and old. These women. They keep saying that. They do keep saying that. You're not that old. Or frumpy. She's probably <laughs> 23. Yikes. She got far older than that. A day over 21 and she begins to sag. Ooh, gross. <clears throat> well, Stradania thinks I do deserve it. She sent me here to get it. I hardly doubt that. Why would she ever send you to get the key from me? Because I'm to be her wife. One um, of many. I'll show her the... <sighs> that is so frustrating. It makes this significantly less fun. But, hmm. I was tasked with protecting it and making sure that if I ever gave it that the person who took it was right for it. That person... Well... I will give it to you. But you must help me make a very difficult choice. Will you do that for me? What kind of choice? The kind I can't make on my own. I've been... Racking my brain day in and day out. How am I going to choose? What are your choices? One of five. Here, wait for me. And you watch as she darts out of the room. You can hear her, her uh, footfalls as they echo down the corridor she's left from. Almost as if she's skipping. Uh, she looks like she's far enough out of like ears. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah. Um, at this point, I've been very quiet. I'm almost smoldering because uh, I don't want to say anything. Um, and I'm just going to look at the professor and say, uh, it, it ain't going to be the, me the one who says we're doing anything this time. And I'm about this close to just blowing her away. Shepard, this is the most vile of the three, I have no doubt. But if you do draw your weapon, this all may be over. 
I'm so concerned now that uh, she has many keys. And the- she knows the key that we ask for. Yeah, she's not going to betray Stradania. I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about our lives. This is not. This doesn't seem like some game anymore. It's a game to her for sure, not to us. No, but Ludmilla too. She might have had other keys. She might have given us a different key. I do not believe so. I don't think Ludmilla would risk the ire of Shredanya, given the proof that Victoria gave. And I believe we need to show her the same proof to make sure that we mean business. Yes. Sadistic as she was, she was quite law-bound, rule-abiding. You two are taking the lead on this. I'll do whatever you say and I'll back you up, but I'm not making any major decisions this time. As long as we don't come to any physical harm, I'm fine playing their games, especially if it's smoke and mirrors like your missing limbs. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. And perhaps, presumably, we'll be fine again. I don't right. think that these brides of Shredania would risk harming us, given that we are guests of her future new bride. Either way, Shepard's point and my point stand. You two are taking the lead here. I do not like the implication of a choice for anyone but myself. That's fine. Victoria? Is that amenable? It is. All right. As long as you trust our decision. Yep. We will see what you decide, Professor. Trust based on evidence. Of course. You're learning. Very well. We will see. Silence overcomes the room as you have made a choice. As you wait and you wait, and slowly you begin to hear the sounds of the skipping, this time getting closer and closer, and with them, the sounds of dragging chains. As the door swings open, you see Valenta hanging from it, her arms splayed out as she welcomes in five Barovian commoners all cloaked in tattered robes, covered in viscera and blood. They all look tired. They look hurt. They look sad. And they look hopeless. As she ushers them towards the table, she dances forward and she shakes the rotting corpses from the seats and she lines up five chairs. She has the commoners sit down on the chairs. They're all roughly the same age, varying in height, varying in size and shape, but they all look the same, hopeless and in pain. They've been tortured and for how long, who knows? You see scars on them from nights of feeding. She looks at them all salivating. And now it is time for you to choose. Which one? Which one will I indulge in tonight? They've all been prepared. They're all ready. And so am I. Which one? You pick. Do you have a preference? 
expect these people to die. Well, who's to say that they'll die? They all look back and forth at each other. They all look horrified, but they are bound together. All of them manacled to each other. One long chain connecting them, and they look too weak to struggle against the bonds. You've been fed upon before, now. Irina's been fed upon dozens of times. It's not like it's a fatal proposition from the get-go. Perhaps we should clarify. What good could come from clarifying? Professor. You can't turn a blind eye to what we're condemning someone to. At least we must know. What choice do we have? What choice do we have? Do we have an alternative? Anyone? Clarify, Professor. You could feast on you could feast on one of us. You watch as she crawls on all fours behind these five people, sniffing at them, picking at them, scratching at them, pulling on them, and they seem frozen as place. They're in place, their eyes darting back and forth, none of them wanting to cause any distraction to her, hoping that she'll move from them to the next. They're all waiting, bated breath, every second drawing on, none of them knowing which one you will choose. Can't leave these people here. It's fucked up. My expedition would like a bit of clarification, if you don't mind. She looks up from the one that she was recently prowling behind and you see her eyes shift behind the skull mask that she wears. What kind of clarification are you looking for? This choice is who you will feed on tonight, yes? Yes. And you fed on them before, yes? I've tasted them. Is the feeding you would do tonight any different from the tastes before? I will feast with reckless abandon. Would your meal expire from such a feast? Well, that depends. She looks around the room. Do they look expired to you? No. Then no. If we make a choice, may we see our choice and, and speak with them privately. And just so you know, for clarification, she looked around the room of dead bodies, not at the five people sitting there. Oh. I figured you wouldn't have said no to that, so I wanted to give you full clarity. I now realize where your eyes were. You were, you were looking down there and not back there. The mask can be a hindrance for some. She does a backflip off of the table, directly behind one of the chairs, and she picks up a body. She crouches down behind the table, the head lolling back and forth. Do you think that they should choose quickly what these poor, poor Barovians fear for their life? Yes, Volantor, I think they should choose soon. You are so right, little decaying man. You are so right. Tell them to choose. And she holds her arm out and forces the decaying body to point at you. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. One of you will choose now. 
There's no fucking right choice. Exactly right. So what choice do we make? She's looking to just feast in the same manner that Stradanya did. She's not. I can choose at random. Do we honestly think that the fate of the rest will be any better? No. So what difference does it make? Whether it's tonight or the next night. You hear a quick intake of breath. One of the villagers is listening intently to what you say, and as your eyes jolt to them, you see as they straighten up, their eyes darting back and forth as they listen for any sound of Valenta moving close. She can sense their fear, and she feeds off of it. We're coming back. This isn't over. No matter what happens here right now, I'm coming back. Are these five the only options? Or may we offer an alternative? If the alternative is sweeter. One of us. She slowly moves from behind the table and looks from one to the next. You would sacrifice one of yourselves? Yes. As the leader of this expedition, I would be willing, as long as you trust my choice and you would accept our offer. Anyone but Victoria. Because sadly, I am not allowed to drink from her. Why not? Stradonia's wishes. Her blood is to be untapped by any but herself. But you have thick veins. I would like to taste you. Give me a moment, will you? Sure. Is this a better she pulls out a whip and she, she slams it down across the back of the commoner that had done a quick intake of breath. Be quiet. The adults are talking. You know what comes next. And she begins to pace in front of in front of them, lashing the whip this way and that. I don't want to put any of our lives at risk. Obviously, we're stronger than these people. We just need time. And then we can come back and save them. But we need to make a choice now. I mean, I trust your judgment, but I'm not asking you to put your life at risk. And whose life will I put at risk? I talk for myself, but you won't drink of me. I'm... I would rather sacrifice myself than watch one of these innocents be feasted on by her if that meant furthering the expedition. Do you have some plan, Professor? My plan was to have faith, hoping that offering one of you, Garrix would shine his light down and through divine providence save one of you. If that isn't an option, then I'll throw an implement in the air and whoever it points at, I'll choose. Do you have a preference? Garrix can provide salvation to those who sacrifice themselves, but 
It cannot be me if we wish for that to be the case. Unfortunately, there also could be complications that I cannot foresee. It was different before when it was our sacrifice. I don't know if this is a choice we can make. Well? You hear a loud thud and then a scream echoing throughout the chamber. As you look over, Valenta is perched on the lap of one of the men. His arm is now hammered into the table with a long metal spike. Mm, Sticky fingers, I'm watching you. Be careful or it will be the other one too. They need time to talk and we need time to play. But she seems to pay no attention to you. Vile creature of the night. Should we consider Protect. I'll look at Shepard. No. That is unthinkable. Under no circumstance is anyone to harm this vampire witch. Understood. Shepard, being the smallest, she will burn the quickest. You have my word. We can somehow guarantee their safety of these people. I'd be happy to serve. Myself. It would be an honor. And die. If it meant saving them, yes. May I ask a clarifying question? You you turn around as you say this, and her she pulls her head up. You can see blood all over the front of her mask as she's lapping at the wound. Uh, this poor man squirming and crying in, in agony as the um, as the metal spike has been driven through his, uh, the top of his hand into the table. She drinks up the blood there. She looks at you, a smile graces her face as blood drips from her chin. Sure, what do you want to know? Oh, one second. And she laps up a bit more. It was beginning to spurt. Once you're done, may we... Take leave with the remains of your victim. But that's the the best part. You have many things to play with in here. Roll persuasion check. Me? Yeah. Sixteen plus... Phone here. Plus, I think it's an 18. Yeah, 18. She thinks for a moment and she looks around the room. I do like them to be a little more seasoned, so yes, you may take it. Do with it what you will. Well, give us one moment, please. Thank you. Okay. And she goes back to what she was doing. I'll go out of hopefully your shot. What do you think? My preference is one of those miserable souls. I'd rather put them out of their misery than 
sacrifice a capable warrior. But, if you want to sacrifice yourself, we presumably have means to bring you back. It's not unheard of. I understand with the logical choices here. And I also understand by saying that I'm not going to make a choice, that I'm essentially just letting you make the choice for me. I'm just not happy about it. So do what you will, and I'll support you. You, after all, Clayton Azran, you are the leader of this expedition. You must make your choice. We will not help you feel better about whatever choice you make, but there is nowhere to go but forward. I'm simply offering you a choice. I know no one wants to watch these innocents die, but I am also putting my fate in Sarnax's claws. I'm trusting that this won't be the last time I see you, but I know that may not be a possibility. Tori, what say you? I, I can't make a choice. So, Kana, you're leaving it to me. It's my decision. I will feel very uneasy watching her torture and kill an innocent. <clears throat> but if you made that decision to do so, I would understand. Is it my choice? Would you like to sacrifice yourself, or is it my choice? It is your choice. I'm simply offering an option. I choose him! And I point at the guy that she's nailing him. You know. Jesus. Good. You see, as quick as lightning, she rips the jugular from his neck. Blood spurts everywhere as his head hangs over limply, and she begins to lap it up, relishing in it. In almost a near <clears throat> frenzy, she's ripping flesh from flesh. You can hear the bones cracking under her teeth as she moans almost... Um, uh, seductively into the corpse as you can watch shock on his face for just a second before all light leaves his eyes, his body already limp in her arms, and she continues to suckle and to feed. Four other Barovian commoners are screaming and wailing. They're pulling at the chains, but though tiny, and lithe, she is strong, and she holds them at bay. What do you do? The key, get the fucking key. The key. She holds up her hand. I need the moment to finish. And she goes back in for more. Take your time. Continuing to feed and to feed and to feed the other commoners around, completely bathed in blood, until finally she looks up. She wipes the blood from her lips flicks it into the face of the Barovian nearest to her. Her eyes linger on Clayton. She reaches into a pocket at the size, side of her robes. She tosses you the key. She then reaches to the other side of her waist. Deal is a deal after all. And she unshackles the single commoner and lets his body fall to the floor with a thud as blood pools around him. I'm not at Kana. I will go and pick up the corpse, and I will back away. Well, you've gotten what you've wanted. 
So, unless you plan to play music to support my jamboree and to dance with me, you can leave. Good day. I'll turn it on. Lovely day. Goodbye. I look forward to seeing you dance again, Valenta. Oh, you want to see something really cool? And she flops back on her back and she begins to sing a melancholy tune. Is in this poor man's blood, she begins to make sweeping motions with her arms and her legs. A blood angel. <laughs> Do you like it? This is not over. And no. I'm coming back for you. We'll see you at the wedding. You will taste delicious. Until tomorrow. Good evening. And thanks for the fun. Asher? Asher, where the fuck are you? We're, we're leaving, Professor. You see that she starts now, to, as I'm her body as starts I'm to prickle. She gets up on all fours like a cat and she bears her fangs at you, but she looks towards the door and she doesn't make any motion to, to head towards it. Get out now, all of you. I'll leave. Goodbye. Oh, body. Do I, now that he's close to me, I mean, he's covered in blood, do, do I recognize? This is just like a peasant. There's isn't anyone special. You've seen many like them, hopeless faces, but you, you've seen so many Barovians at this point that you would look down at him and think that he look, he could be any of them. You could have talked to him. He could have said something nice to you in the street. He had a kind face under all that hopelessness. Probably a family probably friends. And as the door shuts behind you, you hear the sound of screaming. Violent, painful screaming and the sounds of breaking bones. Well, did you get it? Yes. And this, what on earth are you going to do with the corpse? We'll see if Garex will spare his soul or his life. But we got the key, that's what matters, right? Well, for you, I guess. Well, no. And I'm gonna have Lucas take the key and I'll float it over to Victoria. How are you feeling? Getting to spend time and his head turns to Victoria with your new sisters. You'll be just like them soon. I will be nothing like them. No. I see what stirs within you. You will be far worse. But only time will tell. One more key. One more key. Please, lead the way. May we have a moment, please? Right here, outside of this room. Somewhere private. No, no, not here. Of course, that's stupid. Take us somewhere private. He sighs, but he doesn't look like he has the energy to continue this as he uh, removes himself from the wall and saunters down the hallway. And he gets towards um, Cyrus Bellevue's room. And you see him think for a second, but he turns to the room adjacent to it, opens the door and leads you in. No one will hear us in here. No one. But me, of course. I'll throw my case down. Magnificus. The room is nearly bare. It's dirty, haphazard, broken bits of furniture. But aside from that, nothing, nothing extraordinary. I'll look at Sarnax. <clears throat> yes, Professor. Do what you can. Do you realize that 
anything I do for this poor soul will take at least an hour. Asha. I jump back out the room. Professor. How much time do we have? As long as you would like. Anastrosa has no idea you're coming. She does not wait for you. Future Cam. How can I help? And if you can't, you know, do much, maybe just even see if, you know, Garrus will take his soul and then give him some peace or, or something. I do not ask for the power of my god to undo the finality of death lightly, Professor. I will do so for dear allies, critical companions, critical keys to our success, to my holy mission. But to ask the Fire Lord to use his great power for this. I'm sorry, Professor. I cannot do that. Sonax, I'm not asking you to do anything. I'm telling you to do what you can. I will do what I can, Professor. It is up to you what that is. Whoever would like to join me in the case may assist. I do not need help besides placing the body down. Maybe do what we did in the vineyard. Perhaps. Kana, if you will join me. Yes, If I am to be let out of the case, shall I just send you a message? That would be fine. No matter what I do, Professor, it does not take the onus away from you. You understand that? Yes. You hear a soft rap at the door. Is Escher in with us? No. Hello? You, the door creaks open a little bit and you see Escher stick his head in. I don't want to be a busybody or anything, but I would like to make it known that though you forced the professor to make the choice, you're all guilty. That was all. And he slams the door shut. Yeah, I mean, he's right. He's not wrong. Do what you can, Sonax. I'll point down the stairs in the case. I'll start heading down. Carrying Thank you, Connor. And we'll head down. I will, as soon as they're in, I'll close the case. I'll say, Curio, it'll open up just in my normal storage thing, and I'll pull out a stool, and I'll throw it on the ground, and I'll close the case, and I'll just sit on the stool. I'm going to sit on Outside f- of the case, or inside of the outside. case? Outside. And so it's only Kana and the professor. As, yeah. as soon as they go down, I'm shutting the case, and then opening it again. To get- as you get to the door, it swings open. Arabelle's standing there in a beautiful ball gown. I am so glad that you are here. I, I was writing a story and I want to tell you all about it. Horabelle? Yes, I appreciate Arnax. your enthusiasm for stories. Storytelling is the most effective way to convince someone to join your side. 
There is a really important question. If Clayton laid an egg, what color do you think it would be? Clayton is a mammal. Let's say the premise is just preposterous. That's the point but the- of a story is that it's not real. So in my story, it when is Clayton lays for me an to, egg, to even entertain your 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 fancies, Arabelle, if you will, please. Go to your room for just a moment. Something very serious has happened. I'm very sorry that I have to speak to you like this. I am not good at this, usually. It is... You are a big, mean jerk, and you do look like a dinosaur! And she stomps her legs, she slams the door in your face, and you can hear her huffing down the hallway. You hear a door slam in the distance. And then again. And then again. (laughs) (laughs) Always. While the body is bleeding all over <laughs> Thank you for helping me back there, Kana. I was hiding the body, Sarnax. It's well, bleeding all over. at the very least, at least young Tommy said that apparently dinosaurs are not lizards and are in fact birds. So my hatred of dinosaurs and birds is justified. Both, Let's go. You both lay eggs. Bring the corpse, Kana. Fine. I will Fine. I will lead us to I will lead us to uh, an empty room that has more hopefully a stone floor where we can dress the body and you I are easily a- able to find the cellars of the mansion the wine cellars where it's cold with stone floors maybe a garden I think that down here we can run water it'll be cold to preserve from the stench I can perform a funeral of the last rites will take me an hour if you would care to bring your implements in fact yes yes bring your implements let us go to the garden where we can get proper ventilation we do not have time I do not trust Escher Kama Mm -hmm. I believe that time is of the essence I believe the longer we linger we don't have an hour do not. Let's move. Let us go. Okay. And we'd like to go to a garden where ideally there's at least a place outside or outside, some place that has ventilation. There is a beautiful greenhouse that you're able to find your way to. A beautiful cobblestone path that winds its way through, overgrown, uh, immaculately large, blooms of many varieties. A place where uh, Clayton could come to and build up his tinctures, concoctions, and potions and things for his spells, and it's quite beautiful, and there are large plots of bare earth. Connor, if you would, wouldn't mind laying them out on the stone, I, you may fetch your implements if you care to. I will not stop you. I will prepare the body. Okay. I'll lay the body down on the stone, and I'll try to find like a faucet or some sort of you can find fountain. Them easily. Okay, a um, a pump that you begin to pump, and water starts to flow. I'll as well. Um, yeah, I lay the body down. I'll just start pumping and filling like a bucket of water. So I'm going to do the best I can to 
pull out a fucking nail out of his arm. I'd like to like clean him up the best that I can. I'll bring the water with over. the implement. Yeah, I'll kind of you know taking the water and we'll kind of clean him off and, and all of that. Get whatever rags I would like to get like probably get the clothes off of him. Get like some kind of sheet to cover him up and then clean up the body the best that I can. Um, and then uh, just get some some general implements. Uh, or rather just some, some like probably just some tinder mm-hmm. um, and just some, some pieces of wood and I'll, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll break off uh, one piece of the, uh, the black wood from my, my, my uh, things and I'll place it basically right at uh, his head in like all of the tinder that I'm putting underneath there. Uh, and once, um, once that's all done and you know, with, with, uh, with us doing that together, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd pick my lantern back up and I turn to Kana and say, uh, do you have any words you would like to say? Any rituals before we finish this? Certainly. And um, I will take out my, my ladle and um, in like a second bucket, I'll, um, under the running water, I'll fill it with one hand ladle and pour it over my left and then swap, pull it over my right. And with clean hands, I will rejoin Sarnax and uh, kneel next to the body and close its eyes if the gentleman's eyes are already closed. And I will bow my head and say, Ancestors, please watch over the soul and may you have a restful afterlife. Wake from death and be reborn again. Thank you. Uh, as as you finish, I'll pull out a vial of oil from my cloak, and I will start shaking it and uh, pouring it over the body. And as I do that, I will say, "You were truly a wayward soul." wandering through the darkness. I know not your name or where you came from. I do not even know if you had a soul. But all the same, I regret your fate. And although it was another that decided that you would suffer this grisly death, It was Clayton Azran's choice. But I have the power to bring you back from the dead. And it is my choice to refrain. And for that, I am sorry. What I can do is ensure that your body will not be used as a plaything as a meal or ever risen to suffer the same abominable fate of undeath as your murderers. I'll take a little lick of flame from my lantern and I'll send it over to the body. And as it burns, come wayward souls, wander through the darkness. There is a light for the lost and the meek. All hope and fear are easily forgotten if you submit to the soil 
of the earth. Flames dance for a moment, almost stationary. And as your words echo throughout the greenhouse, the body fully ignites in a blaze of flame. And in it, you see colors of shifting scales. Garrick's carrying a soul home. Thank you, Fire Lord. Kana, help me move his ashes, and we will plant a seed. He will be reborn, if not in the next life, as a tree. In this case, if trees can grow like that, we will try. I will gently gather his ashes um, onto a larger cloth that I have in my bag. I will bundle it together and carry it over to one of the patches of grass outside with Sarnax. And then ideally we would take it and, you know, take the ashes, pan it down in, in some soft soil, place a seed, and... Uh, Top it off with some water. Thank you, Connor. You spend some time doing this. You're soft-spoken while you do. You speak when you need to, but you're both in solidarity for what needs to be done here. And while that is happening, what are you doing outside of the case? After uh, Clayton would have pulled the stool from the case, um, I would have just sat on the cold stone with my back up against the wall. Um, and actually, I'm still uh, like massaging and flexing my hands, and I'm, I'm, I'm gripping the... Uh, the butt of my pistol, you know, it's in its holster and just kind of like thinking to myself and, and kind of, you know, weirdly checking my hands over and over again. I would just be sitting and I would, as soon as I pull the stool out, I would switch it back to the, the, the mansion uh, opening and just for them to come up whenever. You wait. It feels like time moves slowly as you wait. The silence, for the first time in a long time, it's uncomfortable. None of you know what to say, what to do, how to diffuse this. This is something you've never been forced to deal with before. But you still have some semblance of time. And unless you had anything else you wanted to do. Well, you do? Oh. I wanted to make a quick one on the way out, I would say. Sarnax, if I may be permitted, you may come with me if you would like. I'd like to check on my master. I will give you that time, but we must be brief. Absolutely. And I will just sprint as quickly as I can down the halls and just try to find the room that I remember laying Jinteki in and seeing if um, Sergei is in there. You knock softly on the door. Sergei greets you, his, uh, in one hand holding a... Um, holding a journal that he also appears to be writing in a very similar make to that of Stradonius. He looks up, he seems shocked to see you. <sighs> Is it time for the wedding? Did I miss it already? No, Sergei, in fact, it was postponed till tomorrow. <sighs> I was afraid. I've, I've been lost in thought. I have a lot of, of theories, a lot of things I would like to talk to the professor about. And my mind has been going wild. Whispers. But that is not important. I, I will alert him uh, as soon as I see him that you wish to speak with him. I think we have some time before the wedding tomorrow to, to talk. That is great. How can I help you, Connor? 
I wanted to check on my master. How is he doing? Well, when I finished with the help of the Morning Lord sending him to the Abbey, he was eating and he was speaking. He is short on words, as I'm sure you know, but there is a kindness in him, one I see reflected in his student. But you will be happy to know he will make a full recovery. Thank you, Sergei. You can thank the Morning Lord. Without his grace and his power, I would not have been able to manage the feat it was to get him from whatever this place is to there. Life for a life, I am indebted to you and the morning lord. Thank you. He reaches his hand out and he places it on your shoulder and he smiles at you. You have done well, little one. Did he mention anything about Stradania? Why he came out here in the first place? I've been searching a very long time for him and I am still without answers. He's a man of little words, especially to someone he knows, not at all. I was able to get exactly what I needed from him to make sure he was safe for the trip. But those kinds of questions are ones that should come from you, and not from me. Thank you. I will let the professor immediately. I should go. Thank you, Sergei. Thank you. And I will dash out and um, meet up with Sarnax. And as you make your way out of the case, Clayton, you are able to realize that it has not been a full hour. But you emerge, the awkward silence almost echoing around you. It is done. I did what I could. Is that satisfactory? Very well. Curio, and I'll shut the case. He will be avenged. And I'll grab it. He will be avenged. Damn right. And let us not forget, we all made the choice, but in the end, it was Valenta who killed him. She is the one who will pay for those crimes. We will see to Enough, Sarnax, please. Let's go. Yes, sir. I'll get up. And I will leave the room. I'll follow. One by one, you exit the room. And you begin to walk down the hallway. Escher, you hear the pattering of his feet as he catches up to you. Do I sense dissent within the happy family? Are the brides getting to you? Take us to the next bride, please. The final bride, right? There aren't more than three, are there? Well, aren't you in a mood? I would like to be done with this. You have two of your keys, have you not? Yes. Victorious, have you not been so far? Isn't this grounds for celebration? Not yet. I tire of silly games. Silly wagers. I want to be done with this. Well, one more bride to go then. Well, chop, chop. Tut, tut. Put a little pep in your step. We head to Anastasia. And he begins to lead you through the castle, back up the stairs, into the main hall, and then outside into the grounds. It's cold and it's dark. Wisps, small flecks of snowflakes or ash, it's hard to tell. 
as you begin to move through the grounds and towards what looks to be a very large stable house. You continue to approach the stables and it's louder here. Louder than anywhere else that you've been. Bats fly through the rafter or around the rafters and out um, all over this place. Rats squeak at you as they scamper in. You can tell that there are creatures of all sizes here. And rustling around towards the front, hunched over, dressed in a plush woolen cloak. You've seen her before. Anastrasia tends to the creatures, humming to herself, a tune none of you have heard. As you look around, you realize that Escher is nowhere to be found. <coughs> Victoria. Anastrasia. Her head jolts up as she looks around. Well, good evening. What brings you to the stables tonight? We've come to see you and to ask you for... Well, could I ask for a hand before whatever business you have? I have a wounded creature on the inside that needs a bit of fresh water. And I've been at this all day. I'm so idly feeling weak with one of you. With one of you. Oh, thank you, Kana, please. And you see as she is sloshing the bucket around, but she kind of reaches out to you. Her hand's a little shaky. Uh, I grab the, uh, the bucket. And, uh, Come with me. Out. We will meet you out here in a second. And she leads you just slightly in, and you see that there appears to be a wounded wolf off to the side. His paw has been bandaged up. It's currently gnawing on a bone as she instructs you to fill up the trough of water. Um, as you fill it up, she's prattling on just a little bit. We found him in the woods, and I'm pretty sure he was the smallest of the group. Whatever got him is probably still out there, but he will make a... He will make a good pet. He will make a fine wolf once he is healed. Very kind of you to have spared his life. Well, of course, they are all my pets, and you're able to look around, and you see that most of the stables here are packed full. Does it seem like well-maintained stables or is everything yeah, in for like... the most part? I mean, it's it's a little haphazard, as you can tell that she's probably the only one that comes out here and manages it. But mm. for the fact that she's the only one that does it, it looks pretty well kept. Very, very impressive. Yes. And I'll fill up the water, um, the trough, and I'll bring it over. And um, can I uh, help in any other way? She places her hand on yours. and You can feel the searing cold of her empiric skin. Um, she can feel you tense up, but she doesn't seem to be bothered by it. She pats your hand. No, Gun, thank you. I appreciate it. Let's go find out what Victoria needs. If I can help the bride before the wedding, I will do what I can. Can I um, just insight check her, considering I haven't experienced this level of kindness yes. from anyone Roll an else? insight check. Uh, 19. She seems genuine, but there is almost a vacancy behind her eyes, where the smile doesn't quite reach all the way up. Yes, absolutely. And um, I'll follow behind her to, to go back out and um, we'll like try to lock eyes with one of them as I turn the corner just to give them kind of like a like tight-lipped nod. She wipes her hands off on her apron as she um, 
flounces towards you, Victoria. She quickly, before you have a second to react, she embraces you um, stiffly as she places a, a kiss next to each one of your cheeks. What can I do to, to assist you this evening? Oh, um, we certainly didn't mean to disturb you, but I've um, come to fetch Stradania's key that you keep. Have you? Yes. And how if am that's I, all right. How am I to believe that you're on a mission from the mistress? She has instructed me to show you these marks. Do you mind if I inspect them further, please? suppose that's all right, yes. She takes her hand and her fingernails are, unlike the others, nearly completely filed down with work in the stables. Uh, she pulls your collar down and she looks. Well, they look to be the mark of our love. Yes. Well, if she instructs it, I would be happy to provide it, but I was tasked with making sure that anyone who came for the key strong enough to handle that which they would procure. So, I will, unfortunately, need you to fulfill a small task for me. They will know what it is. It's a horrible, sad thing to think that something I've tended for, loved, cared for, adored, would potentially fall at your hands or would be stained in killing you. But I think Queenie is fit for the job. You see, many years ago, I succumbed to the whispers. I listened, I followed, and they did not lead me astray when they led me to a small form of a vampire bat, weak, left by all it had known, and I've nurtured it for years, and it has grown and grown and grown. And she looks over, and you see there's almost a thirst on her face as she looks to a large, broken tower immediately behind the stables. I've set Queenie up with a nice life. She's the strongest of all of my pets. If anything could put you to the test, it will be her. Fell the beast and you get the key. Even though it would break my arm if you were to kill her. If you survive, you can have it. But I must warn you. And she reaches out and she grabs each one of your hands and squeezes it. There's a high likelihood you would die, and I would be so, so saddened by this. Ma'am, you've been, if I may, uh, incredibly kind in the, the short time that we've uh, you know, spoken to you. Um, and uh, I, I just wanted to uh, say that, you know, you send us in there to do this. That animal's not going to survive. You don't have to do this. I don't have a choice. You would not be coming to me if you had not already gotten the other keys. For I am the last test on the line. For you to have access to that which you choose. 
I need to know that you are tough, that you are strong. Separate the wheat from the chaff. Well, then I'm sorry that I was the one sent to do this. Well, I'm so very, very upset. Can I uh, see if her her feeling is genuine? Like the. But I will lead you to Queenie. Yes, roll an insight. Anastasia. To grow so large, it must be a very unique diet for such a creature. Do you mind sharing what that diet might be? Human blood, of course. I see. Vats and vats of it. Queenie is ever thirsty, this sweet young thing. And I guess she's meanly. She's still growing. The young babe. I got an yeah, she seems to be completely honest and genuine. So you want to put her down? After no. It pains me to think of my poor Queenie falling. Just as much as it pains me to think of you falling at her claw. There must be another test. Something we can do. Oh, sadly, Victoria, there is not when Stradania orders that you... You comply. At this point, while you guys are still talking, I'm taking out justice and uh, judgment and redemption, and I'm like, I'm like cleaning them up. I'm, I'm making sure everything looks tip top. I'm checking my stuff and basically like getting ready to just like go slay a monster. We'd be happy to comply. Please do lead the way. Well, I wish you all the best. Kill Queenie. I love her. Be as gentle as you can. Hey, like I said, it didn't have to be like this. And my apologies if you are killed in the process. She is quite rambunctious. All right. Well, you appreciate your concern. She steps to the side, and you can see as she kicks aside some of the rubble, and there is a small cobblestone path that leads to the ruins of this very large tower. The door to it barely hanging on its hinges. She is... You will find her in there. She's finished her meal for the day. As we approach the door, I take my poncho off and I actually throw it to Clayton. I say, hang this up somewhere. This is the easiest one yet. Well, I don't like Queenie's chances, being honest. But I wish her the best. You see as a single tear rolls down her face. Uh, Good I'll, luck. I'll put it in the case and I'll say, Monster Slayer, do what you do best. All right. Uh, everybody ready? Is right she, behind you, Shepard. Is she watching us? Mm-hmm. Now, I've never hunted anything like this. Uh, you know, I've hunted giant bats before. It's not uncommon. They're, they're quick. He's hard to spot them. They move quick. Just, uh, you know, keep your eyes up. Don't fall. Keep moving. Don't do anything stupid. And we're going to get out of here just fine. All right? All right. All right. This is your thing, Shepard. I pull out uh, Judgment and Redemption, and I uh, use my boot to kind of kick the door open. I know you said it was kind of on its mm-hmm. hinges, but... Yeah, you kick the door open, you hear it slam into the wall on the inside of the circular tower. It echoes up throughout the roof of the tower, which is partially caved in, but still gives cover. Um, and I'm going to, uh, walk in and take a look around. 
you step in, the rest of you going in as well? Yeah. yeah. Shining my lantern ahead of, uh, of Shepard. You all walk in to the tunnel, or into the into the um, the tower. And just as soon as you step in, you wait for your eyes to adjust to, the, to, adjust to the darkness. But they never do. As pitch black, as pitch blackness surrounds you, Sarnax, you hold up your lantern and you watch as the flame itself appears to snuff out. I need you all to roll for initiative. Oh! oh. Let's go. Magical darkness. We should have expected that from a, a horrible... Uh, Vampire that. I just got a natural twenty. Nice. Well, well, thank you, you for your thank you for your restraint. And I didn't scream in time. Consider it of our uh, of our headphone wielders. I, 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 I appreciate sorry. that. I got an unnatural session. You enter in into the um, into the broken tower. Mm-hmm. You're immediately met by a wave of darkness. A chill comes over you as the hairs on your arms begin to prick up. An eerie quiet. And then all of a sudden, your ears begin to ring. I need you all to roll a constitution saving throw, please. Yikes. Oh, boy. Uh, As a loud screeching sound uh, begins to pierce the air around you, your heads are throbbing as you hold onto your ears. You can see absolutely nothing. It feels like if this continues, your ears will begin to bleed. Uh, What did you all get? Natural 20, so 23. 21. 20. 19. 21. You are all able to succeed. As it continues on, you will take some damage, but you feel like you've been able to withstand um, some of the... What was our hero's feast? 11. 11. Ooh, oh, what does that do? Uh, uh, increase your max HP by so, Oh boy, this is awesome. Also a beautiful poison. Why? Because I can't, uh, I can't Slayer's Prey or Hunter's Market because I can't see it. I can attack it without penalty, but I well, won't be able to do the others. You can do a lot more than the rest of us. Yeah. Alright, well, this is going to be more tough than I thought. I take it back. Mickey might have bested me. You might be dead You got that the max HP modifier, right? Just bad. Just bad. I think. Yeah, how big can this bat be? How big is the tower? 49 points of thunder damage. How much? 49 oh, That's half points. of that? No, 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 no. Oh, that's oh. the full. So if, oh, uh, if you 20, pass, you uh, take half of that. Uh, 24. 24. Oh my gosh. Did you pass? I heard some weird thing. I got 23. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, what, so we all take 24. So what, what, what was the, the impetus of this damage? Like what kind of damage? It's thunder damage. Okay, but what, what do we hear so it? So yes, a, you hear a loud screech. Your oh. ears are throbbing. They feel like they're about to bleed. It continues and continues. If it continues for even a second longer, you feel like you'll, you'll lose all hearing, but you're able to shrug it off as the sound stops. You begin to hear slowly. The throb of silence fills the air. Slowly, the sound of beating wings. Oh, God. Damn. Kana. Uh, do I have any idea what direction it, it might be in? Somewhere in front of you. But it is pure <laughs> magical darkness. I uh, will... Um, I will stand, uh, feel around in front of Shepard, and I will say, Shepard, I can't see a damn thing, but I... It's somewhere in front of me, and I'm going to stand in front of Shepard, and I will take... You move forward, your boots sinking into something soft. As you Uh, hear it squirt beneath your feet, the smell Mm. of uh, defecation assails your nostrils. You nearly slip, but you hold. Oh, my God. I will take the dodge action and await its approach. You do that. Clayton, if you want to put this directly in front of you... 
Oh shit! Ooh, it's, you feel wait that's yes. it's that big. Yeah, you feel ass. the beating of its wings before you smell it. The putrid stench of its body, oh as though God. you cannot see this thing in front of you. You know it is right there, as it is going to use a legendary action, <laughs> and it is going to. I jinxed it. Uh, it is going to make a claw attack on you. Uh, 17? Yep. It is going to miss. Oh, I think it's right here, maybe? But you you feel as it swipes, you're looking this way and that, using your nose to sense out where it could be, and it's in that moment that it barely misses you as it swipes forward. All right. It's your turn. You let it rip. Are there, like, loose boulders in the area? Ah! Uh, you would have no idea as it's pitch black. Mm. Try to feel around. You can Light see absolutely nothing. Yeah, you could get down on your knees and begin to to feel around in the guano. That's not gonna work. <laughs> but I could try. Uh, no, 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 no. You do what you gotta do. Uh, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, do what you gotta do. I will basically just cast a spell and hope it works and say. Uh, hopefully there are things I can animate, and I want to cast uh, animate objects. Animate objects. And you have to have vision for that? No. Okay. That's amazing. Objects come to life in your command. You ten non-magical items within range that are not being worn or carried. Okay. Um, so you just hope there's ten objects. So I just hope that there are enough objects in the area, and it Roll matters a d20 and tell me what you got. I love that. I love that, Nikki. So yes! Just make it a giant slab of stone. Five. So he only gets one attack. Okay, thanks. So how many things can I animate? You reach out with your senses and you attempt to animate objects around you, but you find nothing to animate as your spell fizzles and fades. Oh, that is so savage! Oh my god. In this moment, you once again feel as this creature swipes at you and it is going to hit. You're caught off guard as its claws dig into your shoulder. What does that put your AC up to? 25. 25. You feel as the claws no! come close to you, and though you're caught off guard, you are able to yes! oh, Nice. And its claws yeah! uh, wrench into it as it kind of pu- it pulls itself away. Uh, it is, att- attacks are at advantage, because it's an unseen attacker. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, Maintaining game Thank you, Cece. Thank you. Doesn't matter. And let me let me just check for that first. No, no, I'm rolling like hot garbage. <laughs> I'll use this one. We good. And that is its second layer action. Go for it, Shepard. Well, when I hit level 18, I got feral senses. <laughs> uh, when I attack a creature that I can't see, uh, I don't have disadvantage on the attack rolls against it. As long as I'm conscious and I can hear, I'm aware of its location and of any invisible creature within 30 feet that isn't hidden. I'm gonna right. make three attacks. I can't. I cannot use Hunter's Mark or Slayer's it, Prey. But you can attack it. Right, which is why I can't cast those spells. Yeah, so I'm just making three attacks uh, with Sharpshooter. Okay. Oh, Sharpshooter! Oh, not bad. So uh, two of these are gonna be 21s, and one of them. Oh, uh, 21 minus five is 16. 16. 16. That misses. So the two attacks miss, and then the one's gonna be a 28 to hit. That hits. Okay. Just Does barely. cold and Just radiant barely. damage matter? I guess we'll find out. 
Um, it'll be three regular damage, three cold damage, four radiant damage, which is ten plus seventeen is twenty-seven points of damage. You let loose blasts into the air. The darkness um, snuffing out any light that would radiate from your weapons as you hear screech uh, as you hear the, the creature uh, screech, a piercing noise echoing throughout this um, uh, this room as it seems to take the damage. And then I'm going to move, just, you know, try to move 30 feet away, but not, not too far away, but, you know, just over there. I'm using some of my move. It is going to use its legendary action, and it is going to turn directly towards... It's gonna hit Kana and Clayton and Sarnax and Victoria with a thunder wave. What? Oh my goodness. Um, I need nice. you all to make a con saving throw for me. Thank God I'm efficient. Oh, that's not gonna be good enough, probably. Oh, actually, no. We'll Ooh, very bold. 18. 25. 18 should be fine. Just a bat. Con saving throw? Yep. Uh, 20 something. Um, check. 26, I think. Let me sign out my good dice. <laughs> I hope we'll be fine. The DC is 18. Anyone who anyone who failed is going to take oh 23 exactly. points of thunder damage, and you're pushed 10 feet backwards. Anyone who succeeded so is half damage. 11. And that is its turn, Victoria. I'm gonna fire off a random yeah. fireball uh, in the direction of Y'all are this where, flapping, it is. where I think it damage. is, and based on the flapping and the the stench. Okay. Um, and this is a disadvantage. A disadvantage. Okay. That's still pretty good. Twenty-two. God. That hits. Okay. And that'll be. <laughs> it's amazing That's how many spells rely on that I you know. can see. I can't really. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like yeah. totally fucked. Oh. Yeah. My, so half my kit is being able to play and like make a Slayer's Prey. And if right. I can't Slayer's Prey, then I can't do half my kit. Yep. Yep. This whole thing. Are there any creatures that can see in Cranny. If you have true sight. So like if you had a crab, if you had a crab and could just oh, yeah. and see through it, you could see you could see the bat. What level's true sight? Or blind sight? Blind sight. Any of the blind sight or true sight? Fire damage. Well, rogues have blind sight, but it's not like what I you curl your fire bolt into the darkness, and for a second you see it erupt in flame before the magical darkness surrounding it snuffs out the light. But you hear the screech of the bat as it collides with it, doing a bit of damage. When it like erupts. Do we get like a flash or any sense of like the size of the creature? Enormous. It, to, okay. to you, it feels enormous. Okay. But for the sake of tokens and things, it's a large creature. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, 19. I don't think I need to 16 is dicey. Yeah, no, it's not. Damn. It's dicey. Yeah, it's your turn. Sorry, it's my turn? My guess is. Unless there's anything. Okay, yeah. Cool. Uh, my turn. Uh, I'm going to. Um, do I hear? Is it just this? Is this just this monster in the cavern? That's all you can hear. Okay. That we're aware of. Uh, I can't. I and in the commotion, I probably I've been knocked back by thunder. Mm-hmm. I probably do. I get a sense of like where my comrades are as well. A rough approximation. Okay. 
Uh, I don't think, I'm not gonna metagame it. I don't think I would be as pristine enough. I'm going to uh, look in the general direction. I'm going to say, I'm sorry, dodge. And I'm going to just blindly cast Fireball behind the general direction. I would say Clayton and Kana would probably be in the uh, in the explosion. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. And so a dexterity saving throw nice. for both of you. Uh, what's your DC? My DC is 19. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. That was one off. I got an 18. Yeah, it was two off. It's probably not going to do that much. Yikes. And because I forgot to bring out my fire prints, I will not roll the extra D8. So how about that? can't even do that. 47 points of fire damage um, if you failed at so, half. 23 if you. 23 if you succeed. You raise your hand and in the darkness you call forth a fiery orb from the sky as it slams down um, onto what you imagine is this creature as well as a few of your allies, not realizing that guano is one of the key components to fireball in this entire run. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to just start writing roll letters. Oh my God. Come on. I love it. But it does, you hear the loud screeching sound as this creature takes the flames. You can smell the burnt fur as nice. bits of it singe away and you hear it before you see it as its wings are now flapping above you. If you can please move him directly in front of, um, actually behind oh, wow. Sarnax. Would I take it, would I get an opportunity attack at disadvantage if I saw it moving? If he didn't have flyby. Oof, duh. So, oh, he is then going to, oh, Queenie. Queenie is then going to reach out and is going to make two claw attacks and one bite attack on Sarnax. Okay. Uh, the first claw is going to hit. I see. Second claw is going to hit. And the bite is going to hit. Oh, I'm in danger. <laughs> 15 for the first claw. Okay. 16 for the second claw. 19 for the bite. As you feel its teeth sink into you, I need you to make a constitution saving. It's over here! Uh, uh, 28. You are able to pass, so you um, you feel its teeth sink into you, and it attempts to begin to leech the life force well, from you, but you're able to harden yourself and rip away, pulling the teeth out of your flesh. And that is its turn. Okay, Kana. For the, um, where is it? Oh, that was Queenie's turn. For the sake of my vestige for the uh, Coursing River ability, when, when an ally takes damage within 30 feet of you, it doesn't specify, but I, I'm assuming I have to see the ally take damage. I think that would make sense. Yeah. Okay. You have to be able to see where to go. I rather there's a few like, oh shit, yeah. it's kind of like lunge <laughs> <laughs> time and space. <laughs> so I will follow the sound of Sarnax's voice and walk towards him. It, would that be? Would that make sense? You you can hear that it has moved and the sounds of Sarnax um, groaning from being attacked by it, but you don't know what side of him it's on. You can feel the flapping of its wings, the air beating down on you, but its actual location you don't know. You can you can attempt to attack it by moving towards it, but you attack at disadvantage. That's what I'll do. Um, so I will move. Sorry. No, you're good. Can I just move here? Would this be one space? Okay. Yeah. 
Um, and I will attack. I will use a bonus action <laughs> to summon my fighting spirit, which will give me 15 temporary HP. And this atta- these attacks will be at regular and not at disadvantage because this would cool. only give me advantage. There you Ooh. go. So uh, three attacks. Um, regular. Scroll up with my Naginata. Wait, no. Uh, so, uh, two of them will be 16 to hit. Uh, that misses. Okay. Uh, and then one should hit with a 28. That does hit. It's gonna be a d10, uh, which would be a 4 plus 5, so 9 points of magical silvered slashing damage. You said 9 points? 9 points. You feel, uh, as you slice through the air, two of your attacks missing. You can't quite find this creature. But the third one lands as you scrape the blade along its leg. It lets out a, sc- a screech as your face is plastered with its blood. It's over here! It's right in front of me! I, I mean, I, I, it's right here! And I'm just gonna try and sink my blade in. <laughs> it is its uh, turn for a... Uh, it is going to use all of its legendary resistance, or its legendary actions, as it takes in a deep breath and prepares for something. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Clayton. I am going to say Augmentum and try to dispel the magical darkness. Okay. At what level? Um, cast it at third level. Okay, roll for it. Oh, <laughs> And what do I add to it? Your, your plus five. You have plus five because you're in. Oh, you're in. This is using your spellcasting ability, so it is a 14. You cast your spell. Should I lucky it? I'm gonna lucky die. I'm gonna lucky. It'd be only fourth level or lower. Yeah, and I mean that just seems ridiculous. Okay, there we go. 19. <laughs> Better. Which obviously be- succeeds. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. You how cast it is. your spell, and <laughs> yes. it takes it's a moment. You almost feel surges. blinded by yeah, the right. colors oh. as they Ooh. radiate around this tower, flapping behind you, Sarnix, immediately in front of you, Kana. Its yeah. mouth dripping with blood. This gigantic vampire bat. Now it's over. <laughs> it. It jolts this way and that, almost caught off guard, almost blinded by the newfound light in this room as it lets out a screech of agony. It seems very frustrated. Uh, now I will use bonus action, Misty Step. One, two, three, four, five. I'm gonna Misty Step way oh. right here. Aha, there you are, you bastard. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna use my bonus action to Slayer's Prey. And then I'm going to make two regular attacks on it, uh, not sharpshooter attacks. One's going to be a natural 20. Um, And the other is going to be a a 31 to hit. Uh, So that's going to be max damage automatically on double the dice, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be six times uh, eight is a fuckload. Um, sorry, 6 times 8 is uh, 48 plus 7 is 55 for the first hit. And then the next one is going to be minus 1 die. The bad boy right here. Uh, it's going to be another 8 plus 7, 15. Uh, which will be a total of 70 points of damage for two attacks. 
Uh, so I already did the 55, so that would so be just another, another 15. 15. Yeah, just another 15. Okay. <laughs> Told uh, you I was due. You <laughs> let loose your rage into into this creature. Everything that you've been through today is boiling up inside of you. Yeah. As you can now see this thing looming in front of you. The, um, the incarnation of the horrors you've experienced as you let loose judgment and redemption and you blast away bits of fur and flesh as it screeches out, uh, heavily wounded by the stack. Uh, Victoria. All right, I am, oops. Uh, first I am going to raise up my hand and uh, a skeletal form will come out and I am going to cast chill, uh, chill touch on it. Okay. I'm no longer disadvantaged, right? Nope. 24 to hit. That hits. Okay. So that's 13 damage. Um, and if it is undead, uh, it has disadvantage on attack rolls against me until the end of the next turn. Uh, it takes necrotic damage and it cannot regain hit points until the start of my next turn. Okay. <laughs> and then I am going to snap twice to use two sorcery points and quicken a spell Ooh. of mm-hmm. of shatter. So I will point my hands out and you'll hear glass shattering uh, in a 10 foot sphere around um, Le Bat. And you a bat? That will be at the fifth level and you need to make a con saving throw. Okay. Uh, uh, twenty-six. Okay, so that passes. You will no, t- no, no, no. Sorry, yeah, uh, twenty-one still passes. Um, you will take half. Uh, can I do what type of damage? Yeah. It'll be thunder. Okay, twenty-three. So half of that is eleven uh, thunder damage. Uh, and shatter. Would that affect anyone else? Uh, no. It is shatter is a ten-foot radiant sphere centered on a point. Yeah. So I would be casting it at like on behind it. Up yeah. in the air. Okay. Gotcha. Now that I can see it, I, I would. Yeah. Got you. I got you. You channel your shadowy magic as you let loose this spell. And Queenie is unaffected. Ooh. Oh, thunder. Sorry. Oh, thunder. Yeah, that makes sense. Thunder, thunder, thunder. It was a chance. It regenerated. Um, <laughs> it regenerated 800. I'm going to, after like being torn apart by this bat, uh, I am going to uh, look up at it and say, uh, Fire Prince, please help me. I am so done with this. And I will summon him out. Dexterity save 30, 19. Uh, I need to roll the damage here. Great, I rolled a natural 19 plus dex. Okay, so, so you're gonna take half of this damage. So 29. Which is uh, eight plus seven, 15, so half of 15. And what type of damage is uh, that? Fire damage. Um, and then I am- So wait, I take how much? Uh, half? So half of uh, seven, oh, seven, seven. And then I am going to uh, just, you know, once again, look, and now that I can see it, and I'll look and like see Kana and Clayton charge, and I'm saying, I'm sorry, friends, and I'm gonna turn around and drop a fireball behind it, have it explode, and uh, dexterity saving throw, please. Um, Uh, 28. 16, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. 
9, 10, plus a d8 because of uh, Zuko. Um, that is, uh, f- wow, terrible rolls. Four, six, uh, eight, eight, ten. That's a lot of twos. That's a lot of twos. Ten. Uh, twenty, thirty, uh, uh, thirty, uh, six, thirty-nine points of fire damage. It fails for half of that, which is, uh, thirty-eight, so, sixteen points of fire damage. Uh, and then that is my turn. It is Queenie's turn. She 18 points of it, sorry. I said 18? No, it's 18. He's at 16, so I'll make two more go away. Um, she, her skin is singed by the flames. She is uh, not looking weak, but definitely pained as she rises 60 feet up into the air and lets out a large whale. She flies up into the air 60 feet as she lets out this loud screech. You begin to hear the flapping of wings. I need you to place one of these on each of you. Sorry, I've got to remove the extras. There we go. Here you go, Mike. You can pass that over. It's disengaged. Though not as large as Queenie, what appears to be her children begin to fly out of the raptors, no longer in their sleep. They fly down directly towards you and they are all going to make. Is it one on each person? <laughs> yes. And she has done, there you go. She has done that. And they are all going to make a bite attack on each one of you. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> uh, Why are you Derek all the time? Oh, beans. 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 Oh. Victoria does fine. a 17 hit. Mm, no, this yeah. is bats. No. Uh, let's see. Oh, no! 23 for Clayton. Oh, my God. For Clayton. Uh, she'll... Okay. Um, incredible spell. Twenty-four you for Shepard. Oh yeah, Jimmy. I never run out. No, that's for Donna, and that doesn't hit for uh, what's his fuck. And so uh, Victoria and Shepard are going to take this damage, and Sweet. I need you. Straight to the face. Um, they are going to bite into you. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Certainly. Certainly. Uh, that's a 20 total. You're going to take seven uh, points of piercing damage, and uh, Victoria, you're going to take uh, six points of piercing damage. Do you need my roll? Mm-hmm. No, this is you're taking this for the bite because you oh, failed. Oh, 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 oh. I do need your roll. You said six points? Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a 12. Okay, and what did you get? 20. Uh, you will, you shrug this bat off of you, but Victoria, you are not able to wiggle away from it as you are then going to take... Stop it! <laughs> six points of necrotic damage and you are grappled by this thing oh, and restrained. Shit. All right, uh, that's Queenie's turn, Kana. Uh, so I'm gonna hit the one that's on Victoria. Looks like number five. Um, three times. Let's see. Oh, no. I don't really have any sexy bonus action. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one will hit for 29. Other one's uh, 19 to hit. Both of those hit. Um, and then 13 to hit. Uh, 13 misses. Okay, so two. 
Although I guess um, and I can reroll the twos. Oh, it's a ten. Nice. There's gonna be fifteen plus ten, so twenty-five points of damage to uh, number five magical uh, silver slashing. You. you slice into the one in front of Victoria and you nearly cleave it in two, but it is barely hanging on. She is going to use a legendary action and she is going to fly down directly between Clayton and Victoria, Kana, and Sarnax. Right, like. Yeah. Okay. Oh no. Don't and make me use to look She is going to. <laughs> she is going to begin to screech. Oh no. Oh, and no. she lets out a, lar- a loud screech. Once again, your ears begin to ring. I need you to make a constitution saving throw, the three of you. Is, is it a spell? Uh, no, it's uh, an innate thing that it does with no. its throat. Okay. I'm what, kind of, what kind of speech? Sorry. Uh, oh. Constitution, not you. You're not oh. in a cone. Uh, I would like to use a twist. Yeah, we got him. We got him. Thank you. you. Thank you, Chad. Thank you, Chad. Oh, that's a natural 20. So that'll be a 31. That'll be a 31. 27. 22. Okay, you all pass. Um, But you will take half the damage. 39 points of damage, so half if you all pass. So, so I look around, are there any objects that are just inanimate and around me that I could c- command, tiny or otherwise? Any size between tiny and huge. Huge. Boosh! <laughs> like, what kinds of things? The only thing that's around are, are rafters. Like, like ru- is there any rubble, like, detached rubble, or is it all sort of... It's basically all covered in guano. Okay, uh, then probably not. That's more there's, like there's nothing that's like lower. loose and about. This entire room is completely covered in batshit. You throw batshit at it. Uh, <laughs> let's try this. Animate guano, question mark. I don't know what guano was either. Create a guano goal. Into this, and I'm going to try to grapple it with oh, telekinesis. Oh, I hate Yes! Throw it back to yesterday. Make a check. Wait, hold on, hold on. No, I rolled the two. Never mind, I rolled the two. Oh, what did it get? Five. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Queenie. Queenie gets five. Thirteen. So I... Is it on the ground right now? No, it's flying in the air. Uh, I'm going to rip it to the ground uh, and hold it there. Well, how, how high in the air is it? I would say it's probably about 20 feet in the air. Okay. <laughs> uh, I will slam it to the ground. It won't do anything, but I'm going to bring it to the ground. And I'll hold it there. Um, and just for good measure, bonus action-wise, I'm going to misty step. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm going to misty step way the fuck away. Uh, while maintaining my grip on old Queenie. What type of, uh, it's, you said psychic? What? What What kind of damage, like, what is telekinesis? It's transmutation magic. Gotcha. It can do force damage, I think, but... I don't think it does any damage. Yeah, you should be able, you should to, be able to, like, crush it. like, slam them around and, like... Mm-mm. Huh. No damage. Really? Wow. Different spell. Purely okay. CC. Well, I'm, okay. not gonna, I'm not gonna complain. Legendary action time. Or, or Shepard. Is this considered incapacitated? No. no, just restrained. Just restrained. It just can't move. 
Yeah, no, no. I'm just looking at uh, at Queenie. That's all. It probably feels like magical darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> I told you, I'm on the rocks. You, you want to play that game? Rocks are falling. Oh God, we're gonna ruin tower. Oh my God. Coming down. Let me see the joke of what you just said verbatim. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I'm kidding. It's a joke. It's going in the book. It's going in the book. You fool. Oh, my God. Uh, are you done? Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Uh, so it's uh, Shepard's turn. Okay, I'm going to make three sharpshooter advantages. Well, unless you want to use any legendary actions or anything. No, I used all three of them to do what I just did, so. Uh, oh. No, the thing. <laughs> Kill shoot her! Yeah, shoot her! And you would be at advantage, yeah? Yeah. Because it's uh, on the ground? Oh, that's actually going to be close. 17. Oh, but your range and it's on the ground. It's not prone, though. That's um, Yeah, that's why I asked yeah. if he was make sure it's not prone. No, it's not prone. It's, just, it's just on the ground. 17. Uh, 17, uh, uh, it misses. Ooh, maybe I shouldn't do sharpshooter then. I'll just make a regular attack. Oh, that would have definitely, that definitely hits. 19 plus 15. Uh, double 14s, that both hits. Um, so it's going to be... Boop, 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 boop. Basically a crit boop, plus... Boop, boop. Uh, no... Or just roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roll. yeah. Just roll. Just roll. Uh, oh, boy. That's going to be um, 6, 7, 8. Uh, so that is, unfortunately, just 29 points of damage. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't have done sharpshooter. She's a little, she's still pretty quick, even with my uh, advantage there. That's unfortunate. Held almost in stasis uh, on the ground, you let loose your blasts, and she takes the damage, squeals from it. Her eyes almost narrowing on all of you. She looks furious. But does she look Victoria? Uh, not as much as you'd hope. Uh, oh dear. She's a big girl. We don't do much, babe. <laughs> no, we do. Oh, um, I'm going to stretch my arm out towards her, even though I am grappled and restrained. Um, and an inky tendril will extend and, and start swirling by. Um, and if you could make a dex saving throw. Uh, from Queenie? From Queenie. Finally get an intervention. A disadvantage. So regular. Because oh, she okay. has advantage against magical stuff. So 19. 19. Oh, that just meets it. Okay, so. 30, so 37. What does half for 37? 16. 16. Okay, so you will take 16. Um, 37? 36. Yeah, you roll it down. It oh, yeah, that's not right. It, it is 18. 18. I will take two more damage. Okay. Yeah, okay, so yes, yeah, six, uh, 18, eighteen necrotic damage. Okay, and the spell ends. I will use um, two more sorcery points to cast Chill Touch again. You, uh, that's a twenty-four. That hit. That is 12. Thanks, 
Did it make that noise? It did. I you probably accidentally rolled dice because you can now roll virtual dice in D. &D. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I was confused. Know that. I didn't know that. If you click on anything, basically, it will roll what it is and then automatically give you the total right. for like your oh. saving throws, oh, your okay. your skill checks. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It okay. will never replace actual dice no. for me. No, no, absolutely not. I like which more, it mostly just dice. startles me. Yeah, so that was twelve necrotic damage. You're disadvantaged on attack rolls, and you can't gain hit points until my next turn. Okay, but I don't want that to happen. Uh -oh. Use a legendary resistance. I don't have any. Oh. So uh, I can't what? You have di oh, disadvantage on attack rolls, and uh, I can't regain hit points. Disadvantage on attack rolls until the end of my next turn, and uh, can't regain hit points until the start of and start of my next turn. And you have a spooky skeleton hand clinging to you. <laughs> oh, worst of all, sorry, Max. How would you like to fuck up my evening? <laughs> uh, I mean, probably not very much. Uh, hold on one sec. I need to. Oh, there it is. I don't think I can cast it at eighth level. No, it's not really, I guess I can. Eighth level. Um, <laughs> Just casual eighth level. Spells. Very cool. Uh, I would like to uh, look around and say, I have had enough of this. And uh, my lantern is going to uh, ignite. And I am going to uh, hold out my lantern and say, Garrix, give me the power to destroy. And I'm going to cast a firestorm at an eighth level. And a massive snake of fire will my reach man. out and snake around, hitting all of the bats, but leaving my friends intact. I think I should be able to do that. Yeah, it's 10 foot cubes. So it's 10, 10 foot cubes. So one, two, three, four, Five, six, yeah, yeah. None of seven, us are within a range eight, where you can. Yeah, two, three, four. There's five. No, I don't think. Actually, I don't think you can get Shepherd's bat. So it should be able to get everyone else's bat. Which uh, number is Shepherd's bat? Uh, three, three, three. Okay. So I'm going to just cast Firestorm uh, in that in that situation. Holy so do you just God. drop the remaining cubes like all in the same spot on the bat? Is that like the idea? So they all connect into like a big a big oh, cube. Oh, oh, I uh, see, I see, I see. Okay. Damn. I, and the worst part is, when you outcast it, it doesn't actually uh, increase the damage. Oh, wow. Does yeah. it increase the length of the snake? No, it doesn't increase anything. What's, it's just, what's the point? I, mean, I, 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 don't have a, I don't have a 7 level spell slot. <laughs> no, but I mean, I'm just saying, okay, oh, you can just use it. Oh, not bad, not bad. Okay, uh, whoops. Uh, that is 10. Uh, that is uh, 25. Nice. Oh, they didn't get dexterity saving throw, by the way. Okay, I'm just going to um, roll for I all think. of them. Yeah, dexterity saving throw. Uh, Can I have a twist of fate? Uh, 25. <laughs> no, no, no. 27. It is uh, uh, 29. Is the yeah. DC 8 or lower? Uh, no. Uh, 29. <laughs> uh, 29. Uh, 35. 40. F 46 10. points of fire damage to anyone who fails. And half if. Uh, Every single one of them, all but the one behind Shepard, is completely annihilated in its spot. Queenie begins yeah, to eat. scream and wail as she watches her children incinerated in front of her. Thank you. Um, and so they're all dead, and then I would like to um, use my uh, use my bonus action to uh, uh, once again ignite and cast spiritual weapon, and it's just going to make a quick attack spell attack on that. Sorry about that. It's on, advantage on who? On uh, on Queenie. <laughs> 
Yeah. That's gonna be a natural twenty. Got it. Got it. Got it. I get a break. You know, I'm gonna get all the breaks during the final battle. Uh, 14, 17, so DM, gets to decide. 17 yeah. uh, plus uh, 5 is 21 points of force damage to Queenie. As, in addition. 17 plus 5 do you need 20. to, do you have a monitor for Can your Can you do math? Weapons? No. Sarnax, <laughs> it is Queen. What can Queenie do on her turn? Attempt to what break out, right? Yeah. She can do literally anything she wants as long as it, as long, she just can't move. Oh. It's not like she's like paralyzed or anything. Okay. Her speed's zero. And she's disadvantaged on attacks, and she is revenge against her. And like dexterity saving throws are a disadvantage or something. Yeah. She yes. did. And dexterity saving throws are what? I we rolled. We don't yeah. know that. I rolled. I rolled a five to recharge my screech. So she's gonna turn Yikes. towards Kana. Oh no. Not uh, Clayton. No. Okay. I mean, she is going to turn her. towards Kana, Victoria, and Sarnax, and she's going to let out her screech. Mm-hmm. I need you to make a uh, con saving throw for me, try. please. I don't know. It's my... We don't know. Okay. Uh, DM, have we have we learned that this is an undead bat? Or just you a haven't regular tried to, no? Right, right. I was going to say, we don't know. 30. 30. I'm going to use my indomitable feat to... Uh, Presumably. 18. That's the DC. Oh, thank God. 23. I needed that. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone who failed takes 44 points. The die we remember this day. Was I in that? Uh, no, it was Victoria. That's what I thought. No. No. Victoria, Kana, and Sarnet. You need to make a con save. 44, 22 damage. I I failed. Uh, I'm sorry, I passed. Yes, 22 if you passed. 25. Yeah, you all passed. So you will take half of the 44, so 22 points of Mm -hmm. damage. Don't care for it. You will take from it. Five, even. That's why telekinesis is so busted, is that it's not a save. It's a contest. Right. Right. That's why it's so fucking good. I love that. Oh, so that wouldn't even work. Damn. Okay. Uh, And that is her turn. (gasps) Kana. Uh, So she's still restrained. She's not, well, it's not considered restrained, right? Yes, it is. Or it is restrained? Yes, she's restrained. So you are advantage when you attack. Very good. I will. Um, and the ones, yeah, the bats are gone. So I'm going to stand between uh, uh, Victoria and the beast. You can move me two spaces oh, that way. Oh. And so then I will make. Yes. Yes. Three attacks at advantage. I'm sorry. I'll make two attacks at advantage, and then since I have advantage, I will use my rapid strike feature to forego my advantage on my. Third attack and make an additional weapon attack. Oh, cool. So four attacks? Four attacks. Very cool. Uh, so that should hit with a 26. Hit. Nice. Uh, yeah. So 11 points of damage. Strike okay. attack at advantage. Uh, 30 will hit. This will be uh, ooh, 15 points of damages. And then these are two regular attacks. Ooh, 19. Uh, does a 15 hit her? No, I don't think it does. No. no. Your AC is like 18 or 19. I don't know if we know. You don't. No, 15 doesn't hit her. Oh, nice. Win. Another 15 points of damages. Damages. 11 damage. Yeah, and that'll be my turn. Flies. You rush up and she's unable to move from you as you slice into her, but she is squirming. You can see um, the pain on her face, this poor creature. As you look into her eyes, you see a sense 
you see a sense of sadness, a sense of lack of control. This is simply a poor beast. As you demolish its kin and its livelihood. But it takes it. Just another day in the life of a monster slayer. Am I right? <laughs> and it is, it's, uh, it can do, it's got legendary actions again. So it's going to call forth more of its babies. So if you want to put another bat on each of you and then put one more on um, Shepard. Where's the token? Here you go. Kelsey's got the The wail that Queenie lets out is sorrowful more than it is angry as she calls for help from her family as you hear the beating of wings and more of her kin rejoin the fight. Uh, they are going to make an attack against each of you, and two against Shepard. I'm going to do the two against Shepard. Cool. Um, one is going to fail, and the other one is also going to fail. Uh, one on Victoria, and that is going to uh, 18 hits. One on Clayton, and that is going to be a 26. I get hit? Yeah, you Even do. Uh, misses on Kana. And a uh, 27 to hit on Sarnax. Oh, can I uh, warding flare disadvantage? It's going to miss. The one on Victoria is going to do, and so I need Victoria uh, and Clayton to make a constitution saving throw. I'm sorry, a dexterity saving throw. Actions. Actions. Warding flare, bop, bop. 25. Hard fail. Uh, Clayton, you are going to take eight points of piercing damage. Victoria, you are going to take six points of piercing damage. And then you are also um, continuing to be uh, grappled, uh, or you're grappled again. And you're going to take an additional four points of necrotic damage. So two for you. I guess, because you're resistant, right? For necrotic? Mm-hmm. Are you? I can't remember. It's shadow Sorcerer stuff. You might be. That'd be cool. Let me look. But I don't remember. Either way, it's four points. It should be at the Half top of your by resistance. your health. should be like a resistances immunities box. And that is their turn. Okay. As they bite into you. Clayton. Um, don't you fuck this up. <laughs> I hear Shepard muttering, don't you fuck this up. <laughs> so I will attempt... To uh, use my action to keep oh. uh, her restrained. Wow. So nice. we need to make another check. Seven? Six? Motherfucker! I'm gonna blink way the fuck away over there. Uh, <laughs> Oh, okay. Is that your turn? I am done. Oh, I'm done. Is it my turn? I'm gonna take two opportunity attacks. Five. Uh, if they restrain, (laughs) they hit you. They restrain you. Oh shit! Seriously? Yeah. (sighs) Or no, you need to make a you need to make a deck saving throw. I guess. So are you confident? Yes, I'm very confident. 
Uh, I'm gonna attempt to move away from this first one and take an opportunity attack. You're going to what? Attempt, oh, take an attempt to move attack. away from the bat and take an opportunity attack. Uh, uh, twenty-one. That hits. So you are going to take um five eight points of piercing damage, and then I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. So it works. Nope, I got a natural one. Twist it, twist it. Pretty good. Oh, I should. I haven't twisted in like a a year. That's what they're there for. Whee! Uh, 30. Very nice. Yeah, no, that succeeds, so. Uh, so that's gonna be... It is unable to grapple you, and you're able to move away. 5, 10. Uh, I'm gonna attempt to make another, uh, take another opportunity attack. Uh, uh, 13. Miss. Yes! 5, 10! Uh, 7! That's another 15! So 25! Oh, and blam, then I blam, move blam. down here, and I'm 30! And in an 80-foot cone, I unleash hellfire <laughs> on everything oh here! God. Except for my friends. Oh, wow. Uh, so that's gonna be a DC <laughs> 17 dex saving Get throw. Get Everything but number 5, and then I'm gonna roll, uh, 8d8. Fuck. Kill everything. Okay, so the little bats fail, and Queenie, you said dexterity. Yeah, it's, uh, it's DC seventeen dex. It's advantage. Why is she disadvantaged? Oh, she's not restrained. Oh, she's not restrained. Okay, so she keeps her seven. I rolled. Oh, and so seventeen meets. Yeah. Damn it! <laughs> so she takes half. It's not nineteen. No. Well, it says seventeen here. Let me double check my. My thing. I mean, I just wrote it down last night. But equipment, judgment, and redemption. Is it, is it, is it Dex or base or Wiz based? It just says Dexterity saving throw DC seventeen. Oh, is okay. what it says in the in my ability. Got it. Nineteen. Uh, 36 points of damage to the small bats and 18 to All of the bats that are caught in it are completely obliterated. Fuck yeah! Is their shrieks echo throughout the tower? And then that Queenie lets out a wail of mourning as she watches her kin fall before her once again in her weakened state. And she takes half? Yep. Yeah. And it was half of 38, you said? Yeah. So 18? So unless unless you had intended for the DC to change yeah. as I level up, no, then uh, 19. I'll have, yeah, I'll, we'll, we can I don't care. I'm right. just saying, you know, if that was not the intention, then it's just 17 and that's it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it would be 8 plus ways plus... It might be 18 now, right? I don't know. I don't know how that's calculated, to be honest with you. Uh, that's my turn. That is your turn. She is going uh, to use uh, one of her lair actions, and she is going to uh, fly towards Clayton, and she is going to make a claw attack with you. Uh, For a 22. How many more of those do you have left? Uh, I have infinite shields. What? You do not. Yeah. What? I have to cast it infinitely. No, you don't. And I have to misty step infinitely. (laughs) Wait, are you being serious? At level, yes. You can choose a first level spell and a second level spell. It's like wizard mastery shit. Wizard mastery. All all wizards can do that. And you can just pick them and you just get the fun. You get to choose. Well, I had a great time tonight. Yes! Lovely to see you. I cannot wait until Felix gets up strong. Oh my god, that is so busty. That's frustrating, but that's fine. It doesn't hit. Proceed. Victoria. Victoria. I went easy on you, Bat. 
Um, I could have held my breath. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna point out. I'm gonna move a little too. Nuisance grouping. Yeah. Um, I am going to point out, you'll hear shattering glass, and I will cast shatter. Um, if you can make a con. It's immune. He's immune to thunder damage. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> you better do it. 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 You can do something else. Right? <laughs> I even wrote it down. Immune to thunder damage. You have crown of stars you could use. That's more stupid. It's, it's so good. Why? <laughs> Just, just frozen or whatever. You mean you mean the fight where Sylvie literally neutralized an entire okay. room of massive fire uh, giants? Can, can, can I have you all be quiet for a second? <laughs> <laughs> okay. we, oh my! We, we have a long talk to get home, baby. We just need to review. We just need to review your spell list a little bit and talk about it. And just you know, think about what's what. What should you be doing with your actions? And you're a con. I, just, I, I could have really, made I've that. never played a spell. I really like this claw thing she's been doing. Who needs to mess with success? Who needs you're to doing really well. Slots, Go for it, Kels. Who do you you say spell above second level is overrated. <laughs> Honestly, why even get? To, I mean, you don't even need to get to level twenty. I only get to this far, and they can't. Yeah. You're going to die. She tried to just. Try just shatter. Just shatter. Just shatter. Okay. Oh, you could, you could recruit your dog now that you can see it. <laughs> it's almost dead. Just nuke it! Kill it! Here, I'll, I'll tell you. Here, I'll show you. Just, he's, like a, he's like a big nuke. Uh, let's see. Well, let's not use a ninth level. Let's use a nice big old eighth level nuke. Do you have any of them? Snooky. <laughs> Uh, what about this one? Where she's asking for the hippocampus. Can I put it on my turn and give it to, to Victorious? <laughs> How's it looking? Try again. It's gotta be pretty uh, rough. It is looking, uh, bloody. Oh my god. Really? She's We're gonna, gonna be here until 1 a.m. Queenie's gonna, this isn't even my final form, us. Yeah. Just use this one, <laughs> and then we can just start and in it. Seven star-like notes appear. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. Just use it, and then I'll tell you what to do. <laughs> okay. Use it. Cast it. Cut us off. Okay. But the shadow. Cast it. <laughs> but it's thunder damage. And then she's gonna use your bonus action. I want to do chaos bolt for thunder damage. I love that we're dealing. Uh, with okay, so now you use a bonus action to take one of these motes of shadow. And you're gonna, they're swir- your, your head's swirling with shadow. Right? Crown of Stars? Yeah. Literally one of the best spells in the game. And. It sucks! That's a good One of these moats, you can use a bonus action, you're gonna throw it at this bat. And so you need to make a ranged spell attack. You're gonna take a die and you're gonna roll it. Please kill it. Please <laughs> kill it. Please kill it. Please kill it. It probably is. So. Oh, in case you weren't aware, this is our new player one shot. <laughs> We're all level 18, new player uh, one shot. What's the CC? 18. Oh, yeah, that hits. Okay. Okay, so now it's going to do... Hold on, fuck. <laughs> Where'd it go? Crown of Star, City of Star. Yeah, right there, right there. <laughs> Your hat's going to hit the camera, Rich. Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm sorry. Just don't move too 4d12. Now roll 4d12 damage. What? 
Yeah, but why would you ever do that when you've got a frosty claw? Set the crown, and then as a bonus action, you can use the notes, and you get like so many shots. It's amazing. It's all my favorite spells. I can't wait. Okay, it's so good. And I can do fire and all at the same time if you want. Radiant. So now twenty-nine radiant damage. Yes. She just nice. Okay. Nice. Well done. Does it look like it? uh, You said twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Okay, I'll take that damage unwillingly, <laughs> as it were. Does it does it take it reg- regular? Yeah, here's two. Right. Having a rough day. <laughs> You're doing all right, Cal. Okay. You had some you know? sickening RP earlier with Stradania. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, got, I was just spent early in the evening. <laughs> the first time you, know? you watch as a crown of shadowy stars begins to flit around Victoria's, around her head. Faster and faster and faster she concentrates. Motes of them shoot off and embed themselves into into Queenie, nearly erupting in in a puff of shadow. Queenie lets out a wail as she takes uh, the damage from it, her her flesh singeing um, in a shadowy light. And uh, that is Victoria's turn. Sarnax, how would you like to fuck me? Uh, I would like to, you know what, I'm so fucking tired of this. I am going to, uh, just point at it, and I'm going to say, uh, who's after me? Queenie. Oh. Please, kill this as quickly as possible. And I'm going to- Oh no, actually, she's going to use a lair action. Legendary Um, action? Yeah, legendary action, sorry. And she is going to rush toward Victoria, and she's going to make a bite attack. <laughs> oh no, I use no. <laughs> But you can't fly by, you idiot. Fucking uh, loser. You I dumb. I brought a natural one, so keep going. Okay, Sarnax, what are you doing? Oh, it's my oh, it's my turn? Yep. To be fair, I would have deserved it if you hurt me just now. Okay, I'm going to say I have had enough. This has been a day. I have had enough. And I'm going to cast fucking fireball where it's not going to hit anybody. Dexterity saving throw, please. Um, I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna fucking send it. I'm, just, I'm so done. Uh, uh fireball. Uh, Twenty-seven. Uh, yeah, succeeds. Succeeds, of course. Of course. You blow me up. <laughs> uh, uh, thirty-eight. Uh, forty-three. So half of forty-three, which so is, is 20, 20, 21. 21 points of fire damage, and then I'm going to uh, bring my, uh, my my spiritual weapon right next to her as a bonus action to make a spell attack. That should be I can move that, that right? Uh, and that's gonna miss. You let loose a large moat of fire again all around her, singeing your party members as well, potentially, as she takes the damage. She is starting to look weak, but she is still holding on. All right. It is yeah. her turn. Yeah. She is going to move yeah. towards, she's going to whip around and move towards Kana. Mm-hmm. And as she gets to you, she's going to lean down and she's going to rub her pointed snout into you. A whimper of pain coming from her. She paws at the ground and she's going to hold her action. Oh my God. Kana, it's your turn. I use my action to pet the beastie. Kana! Good! No! I pet the beastie. I'm just gonna put my. She nuzzles gently into your hand. Oh my god! She looks up at you. Her eyes begin to start watering. You can see the flesh 
ripped away at her, the fur that singed. She looks so sad, so weak, so wounded. Roll a perception check for me. Begin to look around the room and you see that this is not a home. This is a prison. And this is not something she would have wanted. This is not a life that any creature like this would have wanted. Trapped here against her will, forced to do the bidding of an undead bitch. Okay, Clayton, it's your turn. We gotta set her free! No, don't kill her! Clayton! I'm going to move between... I'm gonna move between her and and Clayton and be like, no, you cannot kill her, we must set her free! We must set her free, we cannot kill her! Do I do I get any sense been charmed? No, <laughs> this is a horrible monster. No. You watch as it's bearing down on Kana for all you and can it's see. It's you. ready no to bite. It's ready to rip the flesh from her body. You've had a day. <laughs> I've had a day. <laughs> and I'm gonna cast disintegrate it. You don't do anything. Do you, mean, I don't do anything. Exactly. you gotta twi- you gotta you gotta uh, hold on. Oh my god. Do I know it's AC? Uh, we don't actually. I rolled, 18. A, I rolled a 10 instead. My my eyes flash with like a, a a bright magenta as I just adjust my aim a little bit and the beam almost supernaturally turns <laughs> straight into the beast. I wish I Tell could me what disintegrate that. does. Well <clears throat> this is where it gets fun. Hold on. Yeah, wait. Uh, a thin green ray springs from my pointing fingers to a target that I can see within range. Uh-huh. Uh, a creature targeted by this spell must make... Oh, no, it isn't a saving throw, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's not an attack roll. So, whoop, 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 whoop. Rewind. I'm going to rewind. Uh, it, it's going to roll. I'm going dex. to pass the dice tower to Mike. It should be dex. It's, that, a, it's a three. Okay. Thirteen. Uh, it fails. So. So, now. okay. So now... Uh, I deal, t- uh, wait, hold on. I deal 16d6 plus 40 damage. Uh, and if it, if I, if it drops to zero hit points from the damage, the target is disintegrated. Yeah, it literally just turns to dust. It can't, it has to be uh, true res or some shit. You can't even, like, bring it back to life. So oh, I hit with some d6s. How many do you need? Do you have enough? I need 16, so I don't What the <laughs> fuck? I'm not giving you d6. Uh, we, we share, are uh, dice still the same? Six. You've no. got a bunch of them. Sorry, I'm in the Sorry, I'm got you. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Yeah, this is messed up. Oh, goodbye, beastie. No, I, it's, I kill it. I'm gonna you don't think so? No, That's I don't know. Dicey beast. Jeez Louise, I'm going to be shocked if it doesn't. Plus 40? It might have killed uh, 49, so it takes 89 points oh, of wow. damage. That's got to be enough. Kana. You reach down as you jump between this creature and Clayton, and you cradle its face in your hands. It looks up at you, its leg partially broken, its wings in tatters. If bats could cry, tears would be rolling down its face as you slowly rub its cheeks. And for a moment, you see joy, happiness in its face as it lets out a coo. And just as it does, Clayton blasts it with this dark gray energy, and you watch it as shock fills its eyes as it is disintegrated in front of your face. As it, as it disintegrates, I'm gonna take my hat off and say, uh, that's always the worst part. 
I'm gonna fall to my knees and just like dig my hands into the ashes and the fucking bad shit and I'm just gonna weep for a second. Damn, Clayton, you alright? The door swings open. Yes. Anastasia rushes in. She slides down on her knees as she pulls up the ashes. My poor sweet Queenie. Well, if there had been a carcass left, I could have animated it, but I'll have to find a new one. Well, I guess you'll take the key then. And she passes it to you. You can see the emptiness behind her eyes. Snatch her from her. What a shame. I will miss her so much. <laughs> I can tell. Good day. Queenie. Is there anything? It's like all ash. It's, it's all ash. No, no, like. It's, it's, there's nothing now. It's literally yeah. just it ash. Just, it just, yeah. literally. The creature can be destroyed to life. Uh, no, only by true, means of yeah. resurrection. Yeah, resurrect so. yeah, or wish it back to life. <laughs> Would I have like a vial or something for the sake of this moment just to collect some of her ash? Yes. I will wait for, um, on, on a... Anastasia, Anastrasa, to turn away for a moment, and I will, like, gently... She, she turns away, and she looks sorrowful, but it doesn't quite feel right. I can look at your wings. It is so cruel what they've done to you. And I'll just scoop some of the ashes in, and I'll cork it. My heart weeps. She looks between all of you. All right, let's go. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, this isn't an easy job, and it never really gets easier. People think that, uh, monster slayers hate animals, but it's actually quite literally the exact opposite. Uh, you do what you can, and you fight to live to fight another day, and that's about it. It's a, a little bit of a lonely lifestyle. I'm sorry. I've done far worse today. Let's get the fuck out of here. My poor queenie. My apologies for your loss. She reaches out and she grabs your hand. I appreciate the sentiment. Sorry. It is so upsetting. I yank my hand away. The work it is going to take to find her replacement. See you at the end, Anastasia. I will see you at the wedding. Yes. Esha! Asher, and we'll we'll walk out and try to find Asher. You make yeah, your way out. Walking, the sound of her uh, strutting about the tower can be heard as she is doing this or that. As you walk out into the cold. You see, leaning up against, far off across the courtyard, Escher leaning up against the doors to Castle Ravenloft. You begin to make your way towards Escher, leaning up against the gates to Castle Ravenloft, or the, the doors to the interior of Castle Ravenloft. Well, it looks like you accomplished it. How did it feel to kill something that had no choice? What is that, twice today, Professor Azran? That something fell, was felled by your hand? Something, no choice. Does this land offer anyone a choice? Touché, my good man. Are we all not prisoners here of our own device? The device of Stradania, at the very least. 
His eyes linger on you for a little bit longer. No, not all of us. Some of us made their choice. Well, we've a long trek back through the castle and much to do. He opens the door and motions for you to enter. You begin to make your way back through the castle. Back the way you came, through twists and turns, up and down, stairwells, and through secret doors, until things begin to look similar again, as you all spill out once again into the audience hall, the throne room. There's a pause in Escher as he looks around, as he thinks to himself, and he looks between all of you before he appears to have made up his mind. Well, this is it then. He takes out a small key and he opens up the door to the bath, to the bath, the bathing hall, and then opens the door to her closet. It stretches for maybe three or four rooms lined with gowns, negligees, chains, whips. And in the very center, on a beautiful pedestal shaped like an inverted raven's claw, sits an ornate wooden box, three keyholes in a line. Sit. I'll take the keys out of my pockets. I'll keep one, hand one to the professor. I don't think so. What? I think this is all on you. I don't want to touch those fucking things. I just don't think that Stradania would be happy with anybody else handling those keys or that box or whatever else might be inside. It is yours to take, Victoria. Fine. Let's be done with it. And I'll, I guess, put one in, turn it. You put one in, you hear a click. The next one, and a click. The third one, and the final click. The sound as the lid itself pops open. The box is shaped like a raven, its wings outstretched, holding onto it. The beak um, curved down, and as the lid opens, the head rises and sitting on a beautiful purple velvet tufted cushion is the most beautiful and ornate hairpin you've seen in your entire life. Gold filigreed feathers adorning the length of it, twisting almost as if shadow made carnet in the melted metals, forming this beautiful pin that would sit so perfectly in your hair to hold your veil. It's absolutely lovely, and it looks far older than you had imagined. Do we all see this? Yes. You know, on second thought, I'm not so sure I want Victoria touching that thing. Do you think it's dangerous? I'm just getting a bad feeling. What's your bad feeling, Shepard? I generally trust your instincts. I can't, I can't put my finger on it. It's just just uh, something not sitting right in my gut. Well, we know it's powerful. And it must be. We know it's of divine nature, but I suppose there are gods of all moralities and being from Striga I would like know vaguely about the Raven Queen would I know 
Uh, roll a religion, religion check. Wow. Ooh. This may be my first religion check. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. In the history of D&D, this is the first religion check I ever, I think. I must be a horrible Hey, how about that? I had a clear... No, I roll religion. I just say, I feel like I've rolled religion in... I'm like, I've done it. Yeah. I don't think I've done it as a DM. That's a 26. Nice. That's a 26. You, I would say, are familiar enough with the Raven Queen. The... Power of the Raven Queen is not a good power. It is not a benevolent power. It is neutral, just like death. It cares not if you are good or evil. It cares not if you are a sinner or a saint. It takes all. But divine power, it is all the same. Look, I'm not saying don't do it. I was just voicing my concern. Collect your hairpin, Victoria. I'll reach out my hand and hover a moment and then pick up the pin. You reach out your hand and it hovers over the pin for a second. You begin to imagine what you would look like at the altar. Dress, hugging your body. Shradanya's mother's hairpin nestled in the curls atop your head, holding your veil. The way she would look at you, those piercing eyes, she says, I do. She reached down to grab the hairpin. Your hand is repulsed backwards. And you realize that you cannot grab it. I can't touch it. <laughs> I knew it. Something wasn't quite right. You control a lot to get this hairpin, Manum. And I'm going to send my mage hand over to grab it. Your mage hand flies in swiftly, and as it, as it reaches down to grab it, it bounces backwards 15 feet with great force. Is there something you're supposed to say to him? You probably need permission from Shradanya. We came right here. Why, no. Perhaps it's a test. Shradanya herself I would like you permission. to roll a perception check for me. Twist it. Twist it. Uh, twist it. Twist it. Thank you, chat. Thank you, chat. Thank you, chat. You guys are the best. That wasn't much better, but um, perception is a 14. <laughs> You are, your hand hurts a bit from the force. You feel like you might be on the right track, but you can't imagine what you could possibly need need to do. She told you if you got the keys, you could have this. Is Escher still with us? Yeah. What, do you know what's happening? No, but you could read the letters on the inside of the lid. Hello. Yes. What, what does it say, Victoria? I'll read it. A secret gained, a secret given. Oh. Damn it, I was wrong. It's just a simple puzzle. Did someone say puzzle? Yeah, I said it. I'm not certain it is a puzzle. I think you must be the one to give it a secret. It does make, it say a secret gained? A, a secret, secret given. given. It makes perfect sense if my religion's score maintains. <laughs> <laughs> does my religion... For what? Was, does When I hear a secret gain, a secret given, and I think about the Raven yes. Queen, does that make sense? Yes, it does. The Raven Queen is a goddess that deals in secrets. 
I mean, that should be easy, though. Just... What kind a of true secret? secret? Yeah, what does that mean? What's the definition of a true secret? What makes a secret? Uh, something that no one else knows. No one maybe else only knows. You, maybe it was something you don't want yeah. to share. What if none of you know, but perhaps people that I know at home know? Is that a secret? Prop. Well, it's a secret amongst some people, but maybe it's also you something. You hear the only- clicking of Escher's boots as he walks up towards the uh, towards the box, and he looks down at it. I don't think, even if we solve this puzzle, that I could reach for that thing myself anyway, but we might as well give it a try. I secretly want Stradonia dead. You see a faint shift, almost iridescent, ripple over the box as he looks at all of you and leans back against the wall. Escher. Escher. Thank you for being precise and stating what you mean and you want. We want the same goal. No path but forward for all of us. We want my freedom. We all want freedom. We all want to go home. We all have been discussing all of today about choices we've I all made. I want my own goddamn castle. God's damned castle. Is it safe? It's only one way to find out. So we saw the ripple, mm-hmm. and I'll reach down again and try to. You reach down and your hand is once again repelled back with force. It's not as strong as it was before. But there is still a barrier protecting this pin. Must we all share a secret? It's hard to say. I suppose. Fine. I'll pull off my hood and I'll step forward. Shepard. Yeah. Would you do me a kindness? I guess that depends. Could you hold my lantern? Yeah, of course. Uh, absolutely. I do not wish to hold this. Will I share my secret? I'll step forward. I'll kind of shuffle past Victoria and look at the hairpin, see the shadowy magic with the raven filigree. I have doubts, not in my god, but in my cult's ultimate aim. Not just doubts, I will be transparent. I will be honest and share the secret. I disagree with our cult's ultimate gain. Evil acts can be done by great societies, by great cultures, in lands such as this, committed by the highborn, undead, avian or otherwise. But when the nature of your entire life, of your entire world, forces you, guides your hand, does that make you worthy of a fiery death? 
fiery genocide. I used to think that unwaveringly, yes. But now, I do not. Now I do not wish to commit such a fiery massacre. And I am sorry to all that I have left behind at home, but my path is no longer with them. It is with you all here. You no see, path but forward. You see the shimmer once again radiate over the box. So you said that out loud to everyone, yep. not in a whisper nope. or anything like nope. that. Okay. I know I've already, I've already done mine, but I feel mine was not nearly as impactful as that, so I left you the journal. There I said it. I think shock. Are you not satisfied with anything, Professor? You fooled us all. Thank you. You'll get your land. My castle. We can discuss the castle depending on how much you help us. Well, provide the box a secret, Professor. Thank you, Shepard. Of course. I don't want to go. You must, Professor. This is going to stop you of all of our trials today. This Perhaps it needs several secrets, and mine's not needed. You are a fool if you think that is going to be the case. I will go. Back at home in Inari, many years ago now, my master, Jinteki, once told me that the blossom that blooms in adversity is normally the rarest and most beautiful of all. I have not faced a greater adversity than what I have endured with all of you since we've entered Barovia. I have grown so much and learned so much. I feel I have learned everything I can from my master. And although I am happy that with your help, to which I am indebted, that we have saved him, and with Sergei's help, he has safely returned to the Abbey. I must secretly admit, I no longer feel that pull I once had to return to my homeland to my city to prove myself and restore my reputation when I know that the weight of that honor means more to me in this group that I treat and feel as true family than those who have cast me out a ronin traveling alone and I know now this is what it means to no longer be alone. So you watch as almost rainbow light shines for just a second as it ripples across the box. You're not 
kindred spirits, Connor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess I'll go. Uh, no point in uh, kicking the can down the road, as I say. Um, Sarnax, you know, we're the monsters that monsters fear, right? Yes. Well, uh, I am the way that I am, and unfortunately, the way that I am is what caused my parents to get murdered in cold blood. And of course, the doc took me in, and, and, and he took care of me, but that kind of set me on a path of uh, avoiding most people, doing my own thing, and, and, and learning what it took to to protect my small my small village, where I come from. And outside of the dock, I never really had friends, re never really knew anybody, and, and was pretty much a loner, which is why I took up doing what I do. And you might think that that my wish might be, or my secret wish might be that I wish I wasn't a Tifa. But that's not it. I've come to peace with it now. I mean, I, I am who I am. But my secret is that I wish I had learned to love myself a lot sooner because then maybe I could have started my own family and I wouldn't have gotten into all this and I wouldn't be here and I might not die in this God's forsaken plane. You That's look down really it. at the box, you see again as it shimmers, the light undulating across the open, the open wood. There is still time yet, Shepard. Your story does not end here. He's right. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm too old to start a family now. I'm married to the job, you know. <laughs> well, it's it's no secret that. I'm not entirely what I seem. I've struggled my entire life with my darkness, straining to understand what I am and what that means for my balance in life. And over the years, as the brides like to point out, I'm no spring chicken. I have come to realize that this darkness may be too much for me to overcome. And so I have come here for selfish reasons. It seems that this place could be the perfect prison for me. And since I've been here, I'm not entirely sure that I should leave. The undulating light ripples across the box. He's accepted your secret. We all have our choice, and it will be yours to make when the time comes. Yes. I will respect your decision, but we will miss you if you stay. Monum, I try to mage hand the hairpin. The mage hand makes its way down and bounces off lightly. There's not much left of the barrier protecting it. You want a secret? gone through too much to turn back now. 
Sonax, to recall a Tsilinka pass when you asked me if I had a daughter, and I told you no. Yes, I do. That was a lie. I do have a daughter. I have a young girl named Amelia. I have a wife named Clara. And they're both at home, waiting for me. I've hid this all from you, but that's not my secret. My secret is that there's a reason why I hide it from you. When you do what I do, or when you've done what I've done, you make enemies. As an archaeologist, I've done whatever it's taken to make the discovery, to solve the puzzle, to gain the renown and the admiration of my colleagues, of my peers at the university. I've sent a young boy neck that headfirst into a tomb. I knew it was dangerous, but he had explored it. When he was killed by a dart trap, what could I have done? In Chark, I plundered countless artifacts from villages where it was all they had. But they belonged in a museum. They did no good rotting in the jungle. I've displaced entire villages in Bogast, my homeland to make room for a dig. People living there for centuries and I forced them out and dug up everything they ever knew because someone older and more interesting lived there. And why? Why? Ambition. It was all worth it, the eternal pragmatist, the renown, the funding, my name in the papers, it was worth it. So I continued. Instead of stopping, I just hid my family. And here we are. My secret is my ambition has led us all here. It's led us into this prison. It's led me to do terrible things. And I still haven't lived. There was no motion in the box until the words, and I still haven't learned. As once again, the colors ripple and this time, you're met with the sound of beating wings. And that is where we'll end the session. Oh. <laughs> oh dear, such terrible secrets from those who are supposed to be heroes. In the grand scheme of things, am I really so much worse than our protagonists? 
I suppose objectively, yes I am. But still. Reading someone's diary and then stealing their mother's heirloom with the plan to murder them with it is pretty sinister, no matter how you approach it. Will they succeed in pilfering the hairpin and getting away with dealing in matters of death and shadow? Find out in chapter 19 of Curse of Stordania, The Devil Cried. In the meantime, if you wish to watch Legends of Aventris tell similar stories of Dungeons and Dragons every week, you can follow us on Twitch. You can also enjoy our many campaigns on YouTube, shop at our merch store, support us on Patreon, and join our community on Discord. All links are in the show notes. We welcome you to our Aventris family.